Hello, friends, and welcome to the Dimension of Our Midnight Cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus of reality are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Beaches, Lumberdor, and Doug. Tonight, we're going to be discussing a really fun movie, The Mitchells versus the Machines. If you haven't seen it yet, stop this transmission and go watch it for yourself, and then come back. So, so we're talking about uh, The Mitchells versus the Machines. Is that the right. indeed That's, we are okay versus the midnight cake, <laughs> a film that at least at least partly uh, cautions against the computers that probably animated it. Yep. <laughs> oh god! I thought it did a pretty good. It did a pretty good job of taking both sides, though. It did. <laughs> it it mm-hmm. argued for you know uh, you know Humanity. too much, but also this is good for stuff. It, it drove her creativity in a way. It undermined humanity in a way. We need both. There was a lot of uh, and movies. artist jokes in here as well, since the main character was a creative person. Oh, there's so. some great artist jokes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was such a fun movie, too. It was <laughs> so fun. So is this in any way built off some of the Spider-Verse animation in techniques? Fact, it is. It's because a lot of the I kept same thinking team, the boys, a lot of the same I watched animators. this with the boys... We love Spider-Verse. It had the same vibe, I thought. Yeah, it was... Um, it was the only movie. real excitement I had go, uh, uh, going into it was that I knew it was the same situation. Yeah, okay. Um, the main thing I heard um, by looking at some of the artist uh, Twitter and stuff like that was like they started with Spider-Verse as kind of a template, like the process they created for that. Where yeah, it's they like develop like the, new uh, techniques, essentially. As all right? movies yeah. should now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Spider-Verse being Spider-verse, the best comic book movie ever made. Truly. Exactly. And um, with Spider-Verse, they created the um, that kind of hatching um, printing look for, for to based off on the comic books. And with this, they wanted that same feel, but to be more um, artistic than just from comic books. So they yeah. created it to give it more of a hand-drawn look is what they See, were the going The backgrounds for. almost look like watercolor to me. Yeah. It made me mm-hmm. think of like water scene. Mm-hmm. They, uh, it was almost uh, like a Watterson kind of watercolor kind of vibe. They really well, they had a lot for, of hand-drawn stuff thrown in there. So it, mm-hmm. that, I guess that was like the basis. Yeah, the basis was like a hand-drawn movie. It was also like you were talking about the watercolor is like uh, I saw some of the artists talking about um, how like even some of the backgrounds, they wanted it to give it that more illustrative effect. So like they didn't draw every grass blade. They um, develop brushes just to use to like follow along with like light and shadow and it's almost um, like your eye doesn't work like a computer weird okay yeah and even like <laughs> they right? um they took a lot of the line work from i think the concept um mine barely works at work. all <laughs> <laughs> and um use that to really figure out how to create that line work on top of the characters similar to like spider-verse did and um like Peanuts movie, I think, was a similar kind of look. Oh gosh, I've never thought about that. You're right. The Peanuts but movie they, has um, that kind of thing. I love the Peanuts movie. I heard yeah, them, the look they were great. talking about um with this, like they figured out a way to not just have that line work on the characters, but also have the lighting and the shading affect the line work and the characters at the same time. Nice. 
Nice. Was, you know, I just love the way really the expressions, cool. their expressions are so elastic because they're such yes. the hand-drawn parts. It, it's not as, um, what am I looking for? Mechanical as fake as some. It doesn't look so like someone drew. Yeah, on a rigid's model. a good word. Yeah. 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 It's, it's got that artistic thing. touch beyond like what you can do with like rigging a polygon yeah. or whatever. Is That's the thing I really like good. about the Sony movies, animated movies over the last few years is they're really stylized. Um, and you don't was really. Was Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs a Sony? Yeah, Sony see, like even did, that, um, like Cloudy he had a, a real. Meatballs. He had a stretch and squish to him, you mm -hmm. know. Um, Hotel Transylvania, those movies. Yeah, Gendy um, Tartakovsky, my man. Okay. I'm trying to think what else. <laughs> they did Surf's Up was one they did a long time ago. Um, but even it was, oh with the penguins yeah with the penguins even that. it was real stylized and the characters yeah, were my really brain different. went instantly to surf ninjas well, yeah you know <laughs> uh, gotta Ernie go Ray's with Jr. three ninjas yes, four there with Hulk Hogan surf, so. so throw it in there yeah oh <laughs> uh, three ninjas <laughs> well wait that was the three ninjas franchise which was separate from the surf ninjas franchise which had rod yep. schneider in it so just saying. yes those are two oh different ones and a game gear that told the future i haven't seen this movie since i was eight and i remember that what could i remember instead of that those are the useful? ones that stick with you <laughs> the classic obviously your brain decided this is important information this is greater than that i will need later in american in history Where's those those vhs you? cassettes that you watched over and over and over That's yes it. i noticed uh uh, uh howie mandel's uh, little monsters on blu-ray the other day and i was like oh my god beautiful <laughs> that <is a> movie <laughs> that i hate but i watched so much as a kid no that's, See, that's I, fred I, savage is it not it is fred savage yes gold that's gold See, i've been wanting to find the, the live action my pet monster but it's like out of print it's one I of those i used to calls. love that i've Everybody seen that so jacks many up times. on ebay mm -hmm. super high price. my pet monster those sobs <laughs> we just want to legitimately <laughs> buy our stuff don't don't do that same with Pokemon. This cards. costs more than an iPhone. What gives? My kids just want to play Pokemon, and all these jerks are, are getting them all. But that's a side. Hey, I still have Pokemon Blue. I'll give it to you. Nice. There we go. I've got the. So yellow. the Mitchells. Anyway, Mitchells. The Mitchells. Yes. <laughs> this is a related. film that poses many questions. Questions about uh, uh, personal character versus family dynamics. Yes. And less obvious questions like what would happen if you. Uh, Combined a loaf of bread with a pig and fed that to your dog. And it would look exactly <laughs> like my dog. can tell us more about that. <laughs> he knows that he's done it. <laughs> Which we, we actually uh, call my dog a pig half the time. So it, it Your dog was absolutely the live action version. It was. I was it. thinking of your dog the whole time. It was. I was. Yes. Just not the cross eyes, but uh, other than that, yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, that dog though is so great it was a fantastic character in its own right how to take a character that does nothing and turn it into one of the most important parts of the story for real <laughs> I, I love that too in um i think it was yeah the uh hotel transylvania movies there's that blob character that's like a giant uh jello jello mold yeah a very similar character it's just all mm -hmm. this goofy situational humor going on with it mm -hmm. <laughs> for, for me this movie would be like the opposite of mortal Kombat. i could spend an hour or more talking about what i loved about it and then exactly uh, i have like maybe one thing i disliked the caricature characters are are really endearing there, there wasn't a character that i did not like 
in this movie. That's a very good point. (laughs) Really well thought out. Every character had something likable. And I Mm -hmm. honestly feel that way about a lot of these Sony movies. Like, whatever the character personality traits are, they really match. They really go with the story, and they're not just thrown together. There's a reason for that character to be that way. Well, the, the aspect that comes to my mind of, of what I did not care for was the was the little boy's voice. It, the voice matched the character, did not match the, the age. The age. I was like, one wow, of my kids this actually kid went said, through puberty. Yeah, one of my <laughs> kids said, why does he sound like a man? One of them actually said that <laughs> while we were watching. <laughs> but he was and, hilarious. I mean, the, you know, yeah, yeah, he, he was. And, and, the, and the performance was, was really well done, and the voice is fantastic. Just the kid needed to be older. He needed to, to be match older. Yep, he needed mm-hmm. to be older. I don't remember disliking that, but I don't remember his voice at all now. So I guess it didn't really I, stand out to I me. I remember it a little bit initially, but it was it was fine once you know the movie got going. But mm-hmm. you kind of get used to it as a ghost. That's true. I love the um, the robot voices. They uh, they sounded like Baymax to me. Oh, the then, robots. Uh, and then they the also had this kind of yeah. Tony Stark Iron Man vibe going on as well with the whole army and everything. You know, it was. It was kind of like Tony Stark meets Apple or something, uh-huh. which is as terif- which sounds terrifying <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we were talking about, about those robots earlier, and, and yeah, Doug, you are mentioning the, Conan O'Brien, the voices. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Conan O'Brien and Fred Armisen. And I, it was the same thing with me when I was listening to it. I was like, I know these guys. I know, I know who does this. I couldn't this. place yeah. it until I, I looked it, it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's why they're so good. They're, they're fantastic. Ah, perfect <laughs> they're fantastic comedic timing. Actors. Yeah. Perfect comedic timing. Are you my mother now? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I, about, I about burst a vein when he said that. I was laughing so hard. And what was the other thing? It's like, oh, we are now your beautiful baby boys. <laughs> and, well, and there's that thing at the like, end where he goes, so what, is, what is death? And he like cocks his head. <laughs> <laughs> what is death? My kids were quoting that the next day, laughing at that. They looked at me and they go, dad, what is death? And they like cock their heads. <laughs> so good. Oh. Uh, the, the, we're we're humans. We we do human things just like you. And he smushes the that orange <laughs> on his face, and he's rubbing their tummies. Yum, I'm like, yum, 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 <laughs> yum, yum, good, yum, yum, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, the writing, the writing, fantastic yep. <laughs> for this movie. Performance, fantastic. Think, Casting, fantastic. I think the writing team was some of the similar team as uh, the Lego movie, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, that makes sense. It had that mm-hmm. kind of vibe. I mean, you know, there's a clear plot throughout, but they're not afraid to take these little diversions to do funny yep. little gags. But it somehow never but takes like, away. Like when it never the kid had to super go to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> I mean, it has, has nothing to do with the story whatsoever, but it's fantastic. <laughs> every time you every time you yeah. knock, it adds five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and they're just standing out there terrified, the dad with the crossbow, <laughs> just looking up at the sky. Any moment, they could be captured. <laughs> no, but it makes for a great situation. And oh, yeah. it's like, oh, of course. You know, of course, family on a road trip. To go to the bathroom during the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> during their road trip. Mm. They talk about trip. the nature of death. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it gets heavy for a moment. Yeah. The, thing, <laughs> the thing that I loved about the, the little brother. Moments. This is not yeah. a this is not a Pixar film. 
No. Right? <laughs> Where the whole thing is a tragedy. Yeah. Have you thought about mortality today, death. kids? Have you thought about that? Everyone you love will die. You love yeah, that girl? Exactly. You want to build a life with her? She's going to die. Before you do. And you're going to have to live with her. Do you it feel like it's alone. just a part of a Pixar movie now that you have to sit down and think about what's, what's the big cry moment? <laughs> who is going to die to set is it going to be in the beginning the second <laughs> yeah. act are we saving it for the end we can't not do it now we're Pixar <laughs> you have to kill someone the cry moment is when they count their money <laughs> <laughs> I love I think about the little brother I wanted to say that that I love is when he has the panic panic moments when he's talking to the girl oh yeah mm-hmm. just got some of the biggest are, reactions out of me <laughs> The first one when he runs into the wall at the gas station. That's another one where we were just dying. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. the timing is perfect. Uh, Oh, yeah. I don't know. Even just his reaction, the physical comedy of him, like, hitting and falling on top of his head somehow after crashing (laughs) into a wall. It's just perfect. I kind of get that, too. That that thing, like, you know, they have the moment in the beginning where she mentions the girl and he's like, no, gross. You know, I don't know. But his eyes and, were shifty too he, when she he, mentioned it. He yeah. does have the change, and it's like that thing where you do change, but you don't want to admit it. Uh huh. Yep. He panics. So, He's uh, like, "Oh no, I think this girl is cute." Oh crud! Where the girl's there with him, obviously, but he jumps out the window. Yes. Yeah. But <laughs> he jumped out the window was great. Perfect. What? No, we're not enjoying anything. No, we're not having fun. I mean, that's an overreaction that is based in reality. It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I identified a, with it a little too much. Well, it's a reality <laughs> to people that don't know how to talk to other people. And yeah, you know, those people that I am not. Yeah, whoever those people those are. Those people that <laughs> we, don't, uh, we don't know. Can't relate with at all. <laughs> um, um but also it's it's uh it's a good comparison to kids that age to where they don't want to admit that they're starting to like someone and they're starting to actually have feelings for other people and some people that last until 80 ish but you know yeah you know we don't judge <laughs> we don't judge here it's 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 a real like him needing to go to the bathroom him thinking a girl is cute like those are like yeah. real kind of things and then they just play it up to absurd hilarity mm-hmm. even the mom really too works. where she and it, and it works and it works really really the, well uh, she's jealous of oh, the other the, family their and their neighbors, own line yeah. their own line presence <laughs> yes. yeah and how they're perfect and doing <laughs> the these poses, poses and <laughs> jumping up in the air like i, Zoolander I liked gas. <laughs> that you kept expecting maybe the neighbors to be played as like I don't know, bad somehow, and they uh-huh. didn't do that. Yeah, they didn't. I, I, I mean, the, the neighbors were, they were fine, and they're even rooting for the other family at the end. They're, they're mm-hmm. like the anti-Flanders, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't. I didn't think about the Flanders comparison. That's fantastic. Yeah, the Flanders is... is. <laughs> I, I thought, like, in a more predictable, in a more predictable story, I, I figured... At some point, we'd see that they were faking all these wonderful Instagram photos or something. But no, they were actually just a happy family. Yeah, I love that too. That was nice. It's just what we do. We have fun with it. The end. Oh, cool. Yeah. The the Mitchells, they try to be like them or imagine what it'd like to be like that family. And it just completely falls apart as soon as they start trying to be like that perfect family. 
Oh man! Oh, yeah, with their to do with their the, butterfly formation. Yeah, trying to get out of the dino land, and they all and, halfway fall over the uh, fallen shelf or whatever it was. The one to jump on top of the try to roll over. Oh my gosh! Just crushes her. Top heavy James Bonds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that the dad carried a screwdriver around the whole time. Uh, and, 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 and I gave him his way on birthday and anniversary gifts and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, sweet 16 yep. <laughs> birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> and it ends up being the thing that saves them. Yeah. It's, oh, it's great. Like, then there's, that's something, there's a setup and there's a payoff for it. And they, and they, they do that multiple times throughout the movie. Yeah, toward the end, but I, I watched this with my mother, Mother's Day. Okay. And, um, uh, she had noted that uh, why didn't, you know, he was going to fix the YouTube thing, the computer thing. Why didn't he take the uh, the tech guy with him? Well, he couldn't get him out. The mother's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, could get herself out because she also had the screwdriver. Had the screwdriver. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was already two steps ahead of him, too. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't mess with the mom. That's all there is to it. Oh. The mom mode will cut you. destroyed the robots. Oh my god! She will cut yes. you. She will rip your heart out. <laughs> there was that at was least the fantastic. one robot as she was fighting. There was the one robot that was like, "She has grown too powerful." Yes. yes. <laughs> I love that she did the Kano heart uh, rip out of the robot. Yeah. Yes. I was like, "Ooh, they just top Mortal Kombat with that heart rip." Uh, <laughs> but I too that they're all so weird and so such a kind of really a normal family that it, it's not surprising to the daughter or the the father at all that mm-hmm. is happening they're just like going yeah with of it. course yep. <laughs> well she teaches first grade yeah yeah uh, that's all you need right there the fact that she was a teacher uh, on top of all mm-hmm. of that it's just it's all these different little realistic things that it just adds to the characters so much these are complex characters and they're and they're relatable and they're layered and there's a wonderful depth to them that that doesn't seem to exist for most films nowadays. Uh, it's it's really refreshing to to see and and, and to experience it. Mm. And, and as as you go through the movie, of course, you know they, they build on those layers, and you learn more about the characters and their backgrounds and the histories and their relationships to each other, and why they do things the way they do. And then there's a payoff for it at the end. There, there were several times where you you thought you had had the character figured out, and you found out something else about them, and it was like, yeah. oh. But it was like a realistic realization. It wasn't some yeah crazy yeah. thing. I mean, yeah, some it of wasn't it was, inserted for the sake of a, a plot point. It actually made sense for the character, especially with all the hand drawn look. But um, when you're focusing on the family, the kid's creative. She's going to film school a lot of the shots are this handheld kind of camera look. And then when you get to the robots, it's all this more like industrial feel and everything's more uh, hard edges and um, uh, smooth shapes and stuff like that. And then also with, uh, I think her name was Katie, uh, was the main character. Um, uh, When she's describing things that's going on, that's happening to them in real time, you're seeing all these, her thoughts on the screen with these little Mm -hmm. animated cartoon figures coming up from when she's she's doing Mm -hmm. stuff and thinking about things. And it's obvious, like, no one else is seeing those except the viewer and and Katie's uh, imagination. But it's just, it's a really cool effect. You don't see a lot. And it doesn't always, um, I don't think it's always done well in some movies or TV shows. And it just fit perfectly in this one. 
every time they used well, it. Well, I'm no graphic designer, but I thought their glassy eyes were just too glassy, and I'd like to speak to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see your manager, please? <laughs> I'm gonna be talking to that guy about the Jurassic period for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me, dinosaurs had proto feathers. I'm not oh. <laughs> what is wrong with these dinosaurs? They were more like monstrous chickens. I'm very sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another relatable thing where you see the the billboard for. The attraction. Oh yeah. And then you and then you get there to the roadside. <laughs> Not as advertised. Not as it advertised. Barely has a front door. Families picking on the the kid that loves the dinosaurs. You know. <laughs> Don't listen to her lies. <laughs> <laughs> For a a completely unbelievable situation, it is a completely believable movie. <laughs> with, oh yeah. Especially with the character interactions and and the relationships that they have and. <laughs> It's it's a very smart movie. Oh, it's a very smart yeah. movie. It's like a, a you know like a family road trip movie blended with a uh, kind of action buddy cop action kind of vibe to it. It just yeah. it fits yeah. great. And I my, love my my big gripe, my one big gripe, and I have to say this now that I've called it a smart movie was the appliances, <laughs> the the moving appliance, <laughs> the smart. Oh appliances. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think they could have done better. It makes sense though, with you know the, when no, they went. It no, doesn't. I don't. I don't mean it makes sense with them, <laughs> with the them coming alive, but not them moving. Uh, Tesser does not have the ability to move under its own power. I I like the part where the phone has to be you know sat on the table so she could flop around in anger. <laughs> yes, yes. That and the robot that is standing the vibration, there. The vibration <laughs> setting. <laughs> But I mean, what what has a refrigerator got in it in this world that causes it to walk? I mean, I enjoyed the Roombas falling down the stairs, though. That yes, yeah, yeah. That that was we great. will destroy you. Oh wait, stairs! <laughs> Our plot's ruined. <laughs> so, despite this one plot hole, I I still thoroughly enjoyed everything. I loved how the um the whole mall scene was like a uh, a horror shot, like a horror movie too. <laughs> it was yes the mall well we got to talk about furby if we talk about the mall yeah. and we, we even got a giant kaiju furby yes Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we did with atomic breath <laughs> <laughs> and godzilla breath yes yeah. <laughs> funny i questioned the the appliances but not the atomic furby's a-okay yeah, those things were creepy at a time. So I mean, it's... when you look at it, you think there's got to be a weapon hidden in that thing somewhere. The, the little song they all do to call. <laughs> I saw uh, an article with one of the animators, or it might have been the writers, and they were saying that they got a, a like mm. a professional choir to do the, the actual Furby song in the movie. Fantastic! That attention <laughs> to detail, people. Yes. Come on. Yeah. Yep. That's love. But the giant Furby stemmed from uh, the director's fear of the furbies coming alive when he was little he had one and he like he put it in his closet and the thing wouldn't shut up at night and so that whole scene they didn't think it was going to make it in the movie but they just they kept adding to it because it was ridiculous and they loved it and they just you know i guess going through edits and reviews they got to stay and they were all amazed that he got to stay in the movie because I mean, that's, that's like thing, the you know? Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Exactly. Yeah. Where <laughs> it like it's it's so ridiculous. It's so bizarre. Yeah. But in the context of the film and everything, it works. It's great. Yeah. And you yes. get to a point where 
It's like, yeah, I can accept this. I can accept yeah. that there is this you know, two-story Furby. <laughs> Who would make that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shoots atomic breath. But you see that kind of ridiculous stuff as promotional things. You know, you see giant <laughs> Twinkie men on the side of the road and, and whatever, you know? It's it, all sorts of weird stuff out there. It's a big Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. And th- there were so many, you know, small great moments in in scenes like that like with the massage chair that that captures the mom and then <laughs> and the daughter's trying to save her but she's like smacking she's her like what away. are you doing and she goes what yeah. are you doing <laughs> <laughs> oh hello <laughs> uh and then with the introduction of the robots uh eric and and Deborah bought 5,000. Yeah, there we go <laughs> the one say i'm eric and the other one goes i'm eric i'm also yeah. eric I mean, never bought five thousand. <laughs> that was probably my favorite scene. Was the robots pretending to be humans? I love the things too with like the the, the robots that weren't defective. Like they were tricking the stupid humans with you know come join our human fun pods there's free food and entertainment <laughs> like, oh, and free wi-fi free you know, wi-fi and everybody yeah. piled in yeah everybody's diving in free i looked at that and i was like i believe it i totally I'll believe, believe it. it too absolutely how long how long without with the wi-fi turned off would it take about 10 minutes yeah <laughs> I mean, did anybody when that wi-fi goes down and then with the dog, <laughs> they can't tell what it, what kind of animal it is. Oh yeah, that was great. Dog, pig, the, dog, the fact pig, that it loaf of bread, <laughs> loaf of bread, <laughs> fries their circus. <laughs> and then those those upgraded robots. It's like, oh, why aren't they affected? Oh yeah, the uh, we can tell the difference between a pig, a dog, and a loaf of bread. <laughs> 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 the pal max robots i think that's what they were oh yes <laughs> i love the pal like the branding of mm-hmm. pal like the logo and the whole like opening spiel mm-hmm. oh yeah that the guy gives it just feels so accurate it is. to like what a tech company the guy had ended, like created this thing it was his baby and it you know he created it three years ago and when he was a young man thousand dollar hoodies <laughs> three years ago <laughs> <laughs> I have this weird fascination with like movie branding. Yeah. Like when they're making these fake brands in movies, you know, Pixar has released some of their stuff around like from like Ratatouille, like the rat poison company. Yeah. And you see it for like three seconds in a window, mm-hmm. you know, but they actually had people design logos and branding materials. Oh, like the, the stuff in the there's Harry something Potter about that that I love. Like all, all, yeah, all yeah. the props, the background things, the various companies that they have made up for, this magical world and all of the yeah all the branding that that I love that that someone got hired to do that identity Mm -hmm. design and whoever did the pal stuff did awesome I actually saw who it was on Twitter but I forgot her name but it gosh it was good I saw something up to Venture Brothers uh, again but they they really enjoyed I think uh, designing logos for their various organizations (laughs) (laughs) the Guild of Calamitous Intent with its very that's the job I want. I just want to design logos for fictional what, companies. What's the Marvel? Do that for the, the, be great. Yes, yeah. the very Hydra-esque logo for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm like, man, Hydra hired a awesome graphic designer. Where'd go, guys? I hope you paid them well. Paul Rand, you know, he did that. He this Hydra. It's probably someone that hired on Fiverr. We could pay him $5. <laughs> 
Well, in that it. in that scene <laughs> where yes, it's like oh, like, also like, like, find those robots. <laughs> like I found a robot. I found a robot too. I found a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Their lines almost felt like them improving. It was. It seemed like like improving throughout. But I'm just like, this is an animated film. How much can you improv in an animated film? Well, like, you, you do it beforehand. Yes. And then they animate no. it. I mean, do they let them? Run? Yes. Well, I mean, do they let them run wild or? I mean, a lot of I the, guess if you have Conan O'Brien, is, you do. Uh, done, you know, that's I, okay. one of the first I mean, steps after the storyboarding. So improv they, most of his Aladdin stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they take the um, whatever's recorded, you know, and they may have to adjust scenes because of that because it's just they come up with such great stuff but it's hard to tell too with so good you just retouch a storyboard the, is that yeah the, the writing's so good okay. in this and some of the other movies these same people have worked on that it it's done so well it's hard to tell that if it's improv or if it the writing is just that yeah. good you know and that's yeah, one thing i love about you said it. like the lego movie guys lego movie had that oh yeah to me too sometimes yeah and, and I've wondered sometimes how much of that is scripted and how much are they just riffing? Yeah. Cause they have, you have someone like Will, Will Ferrell Will or Conan O'Brian. I bet they Will can Arnett. riff. Yep. Too. Oh, he can riff mm-hmm. for sure. That Batman movie. Oh my. Yeah. Well, and this may be like, I think uh, Maya Rudolph was the mother, I believe. Yeah. And she's she another is. one that's, that I think is pretty good. Just naturally doing oh, that. Oh, she's hilarious. Okay. So, so talk, <laughs> talking about the casting, we have, we have Maya Rudolph, we have Conan O'Brien, Fred Armisen, who was... Danny McBride played the dad, which was surprising Dan- to yeah, me. Yeah, Danny McBride's the dad, yep. Because I typically don't like him, and it's just it's usually because the type of characters he played, but I love this character. Oh, uh, Abby J- Jacobson, I think, was Katie Mitchell. Um, yes, and she I wasn't super familiar with her, but... Most well-known for Broad City. But I'm not. Yeah. I'm not familiar oh. with that. I haven't. I haven't seen that. Yes. The uh, the jacket for the dad was like the most expensive thing to make in the movie because that's hilarious. Because it was so like stylized and textured and unique <laughs> that it was just like I guess such a that's challenge. That's funny because yeah. <laughs> it looks like it was bought at a Goodwill. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot with this movie, they took a lot of stuff that like you were talking about that's rigged and then figure out how to kind of break it and use it in a different way and um yeah there's just these layers to what they're doing it's ridiculous it's like something it's like it really is like you're seeing something entirely new Mm -hmm. yeah it really is and it's awesome to watch i want them to make lots of more things please even stuff like i would never please think about being made or be interested in that i may not know about i'd be interested to see stuff made in this style and with this technology because it just it brings so much more life to what (laughs) whatever is uh is being portrayed i'm loving this conversation <laughs> i would say one thing real quick about the um the robots the palmax robots um i saw one of the animators say that they specifically created those robots in a way so that they could separate their bodies and then put it back together on any piece of their body so that created a lot of unique movements and how the characters actually moved that they couldn't do it's previously ridiculous. like in um spider-man and Spider-Verse and stuff like that. So they created this, a lot of this, they created a lot of new techniques and technology specifically for this movie. That was fantastic. Yeah, if you like look at the hashtag at all on 
Twitter or Instagram or whatever and follow look up any of the artists that worked on it. They've been posting a ton and Spider-Verse too at the time. Any any of these artists that are working um specifically I've seen right. for Sony, like they really post a lot of the process stuff, whatever they can, you know, I guess legally. And once the movie comes out, they post a lot more. But um just a ton of like, information. Oh, you made another Disney princess? Look at this robot that fits together yeah. in any configuration. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. Like all the the stuff they not only so are cool. learning, but using it for towards other things in the future and just then sharing it sure. with other people that are wanting to get into those industries or just curious about how it's made. It's stuff you couldn't really find. That's fi- where I ended after seeing find this in movie a book. Too. I was just like, I want more. Yeah. I want more from them. When, ex- when when the preview for Spider-Verse came out, I was unimpressed. I, I thought, oh, they're, you know, they're, they're really desperate. They're doing this. I, I remember... To me, the idea of doing the Spider-Verse thing was so out there, throwing all these characters together. I, I couldn't imagine how you could turn it into a, a decent story. <laughs> they, they did it. Yeah, they, they totally nailed it, yes. I, I came out of that movie just thrilled. I'd actually seen it. A, the, it was a preview the week before, and it was both the best and the worst night of that month because I could not go right back and see it again. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I totally would have. And it's like, for me, a lot of these, I was expecting something good from Sony for this because I just, I've seen a lot of stuff in the works over the years. And this is one that, like I was saying with some of the style stuff with Sony that I've noticed the last really decade stuff that had come out, like everything is so different, but it's so unique and it, fits together as a whole that I'm honestly looking forward to anything they do. Cause I feel like they're kind of that like sleeper studio. Like, you know, they may not hit all the bars for everybody, but I'm really, I thought you were going to say you were looking forward to the Sony cinematic universe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Sony. Cinematic I want the universe. Mitchells to fight Spider-Man. Yes. They're going right. fight, to fight the rat birds from cloudy with a chance of meatballs. But, Rat Birds, Miles Morales, yes. and Mitchells. Let's go. <laughs> Surf's up. Let's do it. <laughs> and maybe the Burger Monsters from Cloudy Two. And there was a Burger Monster in the home videos that the dog ate too, with the good cop or whatever. All those homemade videos, there was. like the, the hand, the handmade videos with the sock puppets and all that stuff that went into that is just is fantastic. Like we haven't really talked about the full plot yet, but it's because there's so going on that you can just jump back and forth from all these different things. There's just so many subtleties throughout the movie. So like, uh, go watch it, everybody. Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug, thank you, and good night. <laughs>